Prepping Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey Amy, I'm really excited to talk about our, our topic today. Yes, I'm excited as well, although I will let the let the listeners know <laughs> that we said we were talking about this topic, and then when I sat down to write notes, I was blank. Yeah. I was like, I don't even know what this is. What are we talking about? What is going on? And then we came, and you said it, and kind of fleshed it out a bit, and I was like, oh, okay, I know what that is. It's a sermon I've preached like four or five different times, and I even think you were there once or twice. Once so or twice. You probably had so many thoughts bottled up inside of you that you just really want to share today. And I'll try to remember that I'm not preaching a sermon so our dear listeners aren't, you know, really bothered because they actually way prefer your analytical perspective. It's okay. I'll just jump in and cut you off. Perfect. And then we can listen to the Reconciliation Podcast and deal with anything. You know, just our rumbling with things helps our listeners know exactly which podcast they should listen to. Maybe then you would need to give me some feedback. Exactly. Yeah. So All the things. So many clues there. So after that kind of long drawn out introduction. Without further ado. We are talking about the keys to the kingdom. The kingdom. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I like doing sound effects. There's so much I could do. We also like calling this one, you've got the power. I think that was for a ladies retreat. We did it that way. But yeah. anyway, yes. If our listeners are still hanging in there. We're getting there. If there's anything that I love because of my own journey, it's recognizing that I am not a victim. Mm. Big, long, hard, maybe decade-long lesson on you are so not a victim that every single place you show up, you have a level of power and authority to create a shift and that you're never just a victim of what's going on. Mm. You mean we just don't show up and things happen to us and then that's life. Because everybody else has all the authority. I'm not even kidding. Do you know how many times my counselor said to me, so you have no power in this situation? And I would be like, I have nothing to say to that. I have to go home and think about it. I'll be back next week. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a good two minutes. Thank you. (laughs) That was a long time ago, but man, I treasure that process that I went through. So the whole idea behind this that I'm basing this on comes out of Matthew 16. And it's this wild and crazy conversation that Jesus had with his disciples. He's just asked, um, who do people say I am? And they're like, oh, man, some people are saying it's Elijah. Some people are saying this, that. And he's like, well, who do you say I am? And good old Peter. I love Peter. Sometimes he blurts out brilliant things and he has no idea how brilliant he was. And, you know, sometimes he blurts out stupid things. But every single time he's just blurting and it comforts me. Mm -hmm. And so he blurts out, I think you're the son of God. And Jesus is like, you are so blessed that you know this. And then he says to Peter, on this rock, I'll build my church. And so here we are in 2019 going, a church is a building. A church is a building, maybe with a steeple. People gather in it a couple of times a week, maybe on Sunday. And this is like not what Jesus was talking about at all. He used this really radical word. And the word is ecclesia, which was like a a word that meant a governing body. Our equivalent in Canada would be, I'm giving you the keys to the parliament. Mm. And so you can imagine how shocking and confusing this would be to the disciples. Oh, yeah. So, hey, Amy, um, here's the keys to the prime minister's office. What would you think? I'd be like, do you not know who I am? <laughs> and and what am I supposed to do with it? I was like, I have no clue. What, what are you doing? And when you think of they were in an oppressed culture, the Romans were the ruling authority, and their whole, their whole idea about the Messiah was that he would come and overthrow this oppressive government. So would you be a little confused too? Like, okay, so this is it. Now we get to be the boss around here. Mm. 
And that's not what Jesus was talking about at well, all. Well, Peter, not quite. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to make a lot of sound effects in this podcast. I mean, I can add, like, actual sound effects in, not just, but I like the ones we make with our mouths better. Would it be as delightful? It wouldn't. No. So Jesus says, here you go. I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And he says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And so I love being super honest at this point and going, a lot of my life I breezed over this verse. It makes no sense to me at all. How? Jesus, you give me these keys. You say I can bind and loose things and it'll be done in heaven. Well, where the streets are gold, God is on his throne. Okay, I don't literally believe that. But heaven, wherever it is that God is, whatever this literally or metaphorically looks like, I don't even know. All I know is that I'm not the boss there. Mm -hmm. And besides the fact that there's stuff on earth that seriously needs to be bound, in my opinion, it doesn't exist in heaven. There's no addiction in heaven. Mm -hmm. There's no cancer in heaven. There's no mental illness in heaven. So... Utterly confused. So really breeze on by those verses. Am I the only one who does that? It's just easier that way. Okay. You just skip the things you don't like or don't understand, and then it's good. You just, okay. pick, you just cherry pick cherry the things pick. you like. <laughs> that doesn't work for me for very long, though. It's like getting an itch that I got to scratch. So I dug into it. Well, the cool, cool, cool thing is this word that's translated heaven. Same kind of word that talks about principalities and powers. You wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Also, I'm like... <gasps> This is like talking about the spiritual realm that impacts our physical realm. Mm, not now, just like heaven and earth here. Yeah. And well, that all everything. of a sudden, right? Lights are going off. Bells are clanging. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to make that noise right now. You're welcome, dear listeners. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we, <laughs> we've gained five listeners with this podcast and lost 20. <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. Okay. So yeah, he's like, I'm giving you, I'm giving you authority. Keys are always about authority. I've actually got several keys in my life that just remind me all the time, shall you have authority? And that authority is to bind things and to loose things. And I kind of like this. Hmm. The word binding means like knitting. Okay. So I've ever confessed to our listeners that one of my stress reduction behaviors is to knit. It makes me feel like a 90 year old lady. Sometimes I try to keep it a secret. But knitting, you take one string by itself is just an insignificant little string. And you create a knot with your two sticks. And you do it over and over and over again. And the longer you stick at it, the more chances are that like something amazing like a sweater is going to pop out or not pop out. This knitting thing is this repetitive process of tying something together. Mm. Really powerful picture for me. So situations and circumstances. Okay, here's a good one. I have been in a meeting where things are going sideways. You know how people are getting a little amped up and defensive and you're starting to think this is going nowhere. Yeah. And what is going on here? This is confusing. And all of a sudden I just have the thought in my head, this is strife. Hmm. Another good Bible word that means like political vying for precedence or prominence over another person. Hmm. Not really. It's like always in the list of stuff you don't want. So in my little special head, in the name of Jesus, I just take authority over the spirit of strife now and I command you to be silent. Because I've been given a key to bind things in heaven, the spiritual realm. Do you know the atmosphere in the room will shift? Hmm. So this doesn't make you a controller, a manipulator. This is about releasing the kingdom of heaven. This is about partnering with Jesus, not your own agenda, Mm -hmm. to bring heaven manifest here on earth. Yeah. And the other thing, the other aspect of it is this loosing, this releasing. And I love that word. 
which I mean also works for knitting. I mean, I don't knit, but I think it should work where you find the string yeah. and you pull, you release it and the whole thing unravels. Unravels. Is that correct in knitting? Or it is correct in knitting. In something. Yes. In something does yeah. something. It, it's definitely in knitting. One does it frequently on purpose because they make mistakes 10 mm. rows back. But yeah, so this releasing and this loosing. So when I'm in one of those situations, okay, so binding strife. Well, I release peace now in Jesus' name. And I release the awareness that people are deeply loved because so often that's what's driving strife. Mm-hmm. I release compassion and a d- humility, a desire to hear each other. And so... It's all about releasing and partnering with Jesus. What does Jesus want in the room right now? This is not about Michelle making things comfortable for herself, but what would the desire of God be for this meeting Mm -hmm. in order for it to be productive, to create flourishing spaces? Because that's all about bringing redemption here on earth. So we have authority to bind and loose things. Mm -hmm. And why do we have this authority? So that the kingdom of heaven will be made manifest on earth. Mm -hmm. So everywhere we show up, We have been given a key, followers of Jesus, having received the gift of this authority, not for our own agenda, but to release the kingdom of heaven. We can be in any given atmosphere, space, or time, and with a clear heart before God. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm just sitting there thinking, all you idiots need to freaking shut up now, (laughs) probably not a Jesus heart attitude, but a redemptive attitude. So what you're saying is everyone who follows Jesus has spiritual authority, whether they're walking in it or not. Yes, ma'am, you've got a key in your pocket. Another way that we do this unconsciously all the time, because you see it's happening whether we know it or not. So Mm, we talk about key in the pocket, and maybe I don't know that I have authority, but the truth is we have authority. You still have a swipe pass that you just get close, and it opens the door anyways without you being aware of it. This is a very 21st century take on the (laughs) verse, but I'm liking it, Amy. (laughs) Do we have like a sci-fi sound for that one? No, I don't know what that was. That was like swiping. I used my hand motion, but that was a terrible one. Someday we'll get really brave and do videos so people can see all your fantastic hand motions. We talk all the time. Words are so powerful. There's scriptures that talk about life and death is in the power of the tongue. So you're just yammering away. Sorry, that sounded really negative, right? It, It did. So we can be chatting. And without recognizing it, we're reinforcing something really dark. Mm -hmm. In our country right now, an election is going on. Um, Elections are fun. They bring out the best in everyone, don't they? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so in it all, there tends to be all this like bad-mouthing the other party, blah, blah, blah. Hey, it's a democratic country. We have a responsibility to take what's going on seriously. But when people start saying things like, he's such an idiot... Mm-hmm. Those are actually curse words. Yeah. I may not agree with his or her policies. I may not like the direction they're going. I may think there's a complete and utter vacuum of academic intelligence attached to any of their policies, right? Like I can have those thoughts and I must. I have a brain. God gave it to me. But the hard attitude of how we talk about people in situations, we have no idea that we're using our little key, this authority that we have, whether we know it or not, we're taking it and we're using it to curse or mm-hmm. reinforce darkness. Mm-hmm. And what about when we give voice to hope? Yeah. One of my friends is married to a farmer. Uh, it seems chronic in this country here that every year it's like, is the harvest coming off or not? Is it going to snow before the grain is all combined? And it seems to be a great pastime of the farmers to <laughs> talk and wonder at the coffee shop. And my friend just said, as the conversation was um, spiraling maybe into a darker place, 
She just said, remember last year we thought we weren't going to get the crops off either, and then we had that beautiful week in November, and we got all the harvest finished? And it was just like all the clarity of a bell ringing. You felt the atmosphere shift. There was just like this introduction of Mm -hmm. hope, and I was like, I don't know if she knows it, but she just used her key. Yeah. She released something. Mm -hmm. So as our listeners are listening to all of this and wondering, how does it apply to my life? I just want you to picture your home. Yep. Your workspace your coffee shop. I don't know where you go, but where do you see the kingdom of heaven being absent? That's Mm -hmm. a backwards way to say it. A place where we need the kingdom of heaven to be made manifest. Mm -hmm. And you actually have an assignment. You got a key in your pocket. And sometimes, right, you may not, right, you talked about, oh, I recognize strife, so I'm going to bind strife. Sometimes you may not even know what it was. You just recognize that it's not from Jesus. So we don't need to have like, okay, this is strife, rejection, right? Like Mm -hmm. the Bible talks about, man, anything that raises itself up against the knowledge of God. Yes. So we can just do that, man, in Jesus name, I just silence and bind anything that is raising itself up against the knowledge of God or anything that is not of God. We don't need to have this, this fully thought out process of this is what's going on. This is the counteract, right? Cause I think, I know for me, I've been in places that I'm like, something is not okay. Right? I can feel it, that something's happening here, but I, I, I'm not getting a sense of exactly what is here. So, I, like, what do I even do? Yeah. Right? And it's like, bind the darkness. Yes. And release. Man, like, you can just start releasing whatever you want, right? That's the kingdom of heaven, right? Yeah. And 99% of the time, people knowing they're loved is a huge thing. Exactly. Right? So that's like, always that where I start. <laughs> yeah. Peace. Mm-hmm. Mine is like, man, right? Release that. People would know that they're so loved and that peace would reign. And And that's always going to usher in the kingdom of heaven. Right? So I, for those that like to have really Mm -hmm. formulated or fully thought out things, just know it doesn't have to be scientifically exact, perfect for it to be impactful. So take baby steps. Yeah. Consider where in your life does something feel off and make sure it's not about you and your agenda for comfort. Yeah. But truly born of a desire, like what would the kingdom of heaven look like mm-hmm. at my supper table? Yeah. I have done this with complaining. Mm. It's like, man, it just feels like everything is off kilter and everybody's stuck in a rut. So I just, in the name of Jesus, I bind every darkness that wants us to complain. Not have a safe space to talk about our day, but complain. It's two different things. Yeah. And I just release into the atmosphere of our home a gratitude and awareness of God's goodness to us. Craziness. Supper time that night was totally different than it had been all week. It's small, but you know, and then you think, well, is that one thing going to shift anything? Well, I'm telling you what, when you're knitting, if you keep making enough stitches, you mm-hmm. get a blanket. And also what something is that I'm always aware of is like, if I recognize something's off or man, like my, my children are really chaotic or stuff going on. I just first pause and say, okay, what am I bringing into the atmosphere? Before I'm even binding and loosing thing, it's like, man, have I made agreements with stuff that is giving control and manipulation space in here? Mm-hmm. Right? So often, and right? Often it is like me recognizing, man, I've made agreements with stuff. Yeah. So it's like breaking agreement, sending it far away, then, right? Then silencing and binding it and releasing in my house. Such a good point. So a lot of the time yep. it's, it's, we're, we're using our key for not good things. Right. So I had to also just as a covering the bases, I did repent of any way I've partnered with complaining and cause we can do that. 
so people can listen to our Breaking Agreements podcast. Mm-hmm. Have, we reco- have we referred to at least seven so far? It's getting good. <laughs> I think this could be a record. And uh, so repent of any way you've partnered with it. And then the second thing, like if we're going to just keep on going with all our honesty and authenticity here, I had to make sure that there was no self-righteousness in me. Yeah, judgment, pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, man, if those people got things together, it would be My different. life would be so much better. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you can't release something into an atmosphere that you haven't mm. internalized. You yeah, have to you actually carry. have this inside yeah. of you to release it anywhere. So always do business first with your internal atmosphere. What is going on inside of me? You cannot release what you do not possess. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So it's man. Yeah. You carry, if you carry hope, joy, fruits of the spirit, the knowledge that you're loved, man. Yeah. Right. It's like, I see it like a jug. Yeah. Right. There's like, I know it's talking about, I think words, but like bitter, bitter water and water Mm -hmm. can't come out of the same jug. You say one thing, blah, whatever that is, but that's how I see it. Right. Like if we are filled up with our judgment, self-righteousness, pride, rejection, whatever, that the only thing we're going to be releasing is that bitter water. And reinforcing the kingdom of darkness. Whereas, man, if we are settled in the knowledge that we are so loved and that there is hope, there is joy, there is peace, that, man, we're going to be able to release from that wellspring. I get so excited about this because this is like taking the church out of the building. Yeah. This is Monday to Friday. This is the adventure that God has for us. So, yeah, awkward and uncomfortable to address my internal atmosphere at the same time. (gasps) So incredibly worth it. Mm -hmm. If I can make a difference everywhere I show up this afternoon when I go to the gym, I'm going to be an agent and a catalyst of hope. Mm -hmm. I love that idea. Yeah. So we bless our listeners who are longing to go further up and further in to recognize what's going on in their internal atmosphere to get their key out and take authority over some stuff. Break agreement with it. Command it to leave. Receive from Jesus what he has for you in the place of that. Continue to be built up in the ways that he's gifted you. And then go out and release the kingdom. You've got a key. You got the power. We bless you as you go further up and further in. (laughs) 